Hello, our favorite fried potatoes. I'm Serena. And I'm Melissa. And together, we're curry chips and poutine. We're two friends separated by the Atlantic Ocean, answering the questions no one asks. Enjoy! Hello, our fantastic favorite fried potatoes. It's that time of year again. You know the one. Yes, indeed. That time of year when school ends, the weather starts warming up, and there's sunshine all the time. Or at least for this week in the UK. Yeah, we're both a little on the unfortunate side when it comes to our respective countries having, you know, nice temperatures. But hey, summer is approaching all the same. It's a little different this year, that's for sure. The weather may be getting nicer, some more than others. But the vaccines are rolling out a lot more now, and both Melissa and I have had our first dose. But until we're all protected, it's still important to stay socially distanced and hang out responsibly. Get vaccinated when you can, wear a mask, but make it fashionable for the season. So, what's the one thing that means summer has arrived for you, Serena? I mean, summer is my favorite season and I always love when it's here. And I think it's the illusion of time. I know we've discussed before in this podcast that time isn't real, (laughs) but in summer, I feel time is real. Like you can do a full day's work and there's still light outside. So there's still time for you to do something fun and make the most of it. And I Mm. also think like the energy changes. People are happier. There's music playing. You've got like the delicious smells of barbecue everywhere because in Britain, we love a good barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) wow my answer was so much simpler than that i mean you're right about the days feeling longer because it's the sunshine so it helps getting that vitamin d helps so much oh yeah but my answer was just (laughs) just watermelon straight up (laughs) (laughs) i mean i have to agree with you i love watermelon and i love seeing it in all the menus like yes please give me a glass of watermelon and mint juice that's just all i want (laughs) oh my god it's not summer until it's watermelon everywhere Mm -hmm. and i can get it for cheap instead of paying like $12 for like a watermelon in the dead of winter, which yeah. I shouldn't be doing anyways. Eat locally, eat seasonally, but still. <laughs> but just watermelon is just a special fruit. Like I remember in Korea, oh. honestly, I've never seen watermelons that big before. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that's another thing too, because watermelon, it just broke my heart because watermelon was so expensive over there. Mm. So it's like, oh, a watermelon for like 12,000 won. It's like a quarter of a watermelon. I'm like, okay, I see how this is. But it would be so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was great. And 12,000 won is roughly like $12, I'd say. I mean, obviously adjusting for inflation and things, but mm. so like 12 bucks for like a quarter of a watermelon. I mean, that's worth it. Yeah, definitely. But watermelon also reminds me of my favorite holiday to Mexico as well. Like melon yeah. juice, watermelon juice was just so easily accessible oh. and it was just delicious everywhere you got it. So yeah, it's a very special fruit for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And you know, it's it's the fun thing. You cut it up and you just like, you chill it in the fridge. So when you eat it, it's like extra refreshing. Mm-hmm. So Crisp and oh, oh, oh. refreshing. But oh, yes. before we go into food, because I know food will feature in our questions because they always do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start us off with question number one. So, Melissa, would you rather be known for your chic, on-fleek summer outfits or be known for your picnic spreads? (gasps) Oh, no. Um, Picnic spreads, I think. I mean, my appearance is only... Well, let's just leave it at that. But... (laughs) 
believe in yourself, Melissa. You look beautiful. <laughs> no, no, I know that. But like, I would rather be known for my skills and not my looks. You feel? I feel. But I feel there's also a skill in looking good too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, absolutely. And like summer is the time of year where I'm like, yes, I can wear all the cute dresses and nobody's going to stop me because it's 45 degrees outside. Yeah. Like you got to dress light <laughs> in the, the humid Canadian summers. When it's not snowing. <laughs> look, I'm ashamed to admit this, but so recently it's been a little on the chilly side for summer. It reached single digit weather and this did not personally happen to me, but another friend of mine did report snow that day. Great. I'm glad <laughs> <laughs> that it just didn't turn out for when I was there. <laughs> In the UK, we've been waiting so long for the summer sun to arrive. Um, it's literally just been very, very wet and kind of misty ugh. and just ugh. So the summer is now here, the sun is out and everyone's making the most of it, which is really, really nice to kind of see and hear as well. Hmm. Because it has been warming up over here, like I said, a little bit late, but we still got a lot, a lot of sun, a lot of people out walking their dogs, chilling, riding their bikes, all the things. Mm-hmm. But back to the question, your picnic spreads, what would you have in your picnic? <laughs> oh, it's funny because I don't actually go on picnics much, but when I do, usually I bring dessert. Oh. But yeah, I had to brush up on my pie making skills because I've never made one before that wasn't like a mix and like a ready-bought crust. So, <laughs> look, they're still valid. They're still good pies. They're just not, you know, they're lacking that certain homemade je ne sais quoi. Yeah, but still made by your fair hand. So, yeah, I wouldn't complain. But, like, what do you actually have in your picnic basket? Like, I know what we have in Britain, but what, what do Canadians have? <laughs> <laughs> like, again, um, I don't really go on picnics much, but usually it's a potluck. So I'll coordinate with whoever I'm going with. And, okay, I'll bring this. But usually I want to say people will bring stuff like, you know, grill things right mm. they'll bring drinks they'll bring watermelon watermelon people like bring <laughs> corn okay uh, yeah you know it's actually been a very long time since i've been on anything that resembled a picnic so i'm just going off from what i remember like from like 20 years ago so, 20 years ago god go been outside a while. <laughs> i do go outside i know here in britain like if you're gonna have a picnic it's usually kind of like an assortment of sandwiches you probably got packets of crisps in there cold drinks <laughs> fruit as well yeah i wouldn't expect some Someone to turn up with a pie though <laughs> but that sounds great i think everyone should turn up with a pie oh no absolutely usually it's like a it's the kind of pie that like people just you know store by them mm-hmm. but yeah i mean because dessert because i'm like i don't really think people bring chips so much or sorry crisps but they will bring like you know uh, like a 12 pack of like pop or something they'll bring pop they'll bring salad probably yeah uh-huh salads we have salads okay i'll <laughs> allow that into our picnic spreads here <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> but you're right. Like, I actually don't go on picnics very often myself. Like, I find it a bit difficult. It's not my favorite way to have food because it is very, like, small kind of tidbits here and there. So you will have a bit of a sandwich. You'll have a bit of crisp, a bit of salad. Yeah. And- I like my meals to be very complete. <laughs> so if it's just like really? assortments, I don't feel like I've eaten. Um, and that's what really annoys me about picnics. I'm like, there's food here, but I don't feel like I've eaten. <laughs> that's interesting because I, I feel it's the opposite here. People love to like just, you know, pick and choose and eat whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so like some people could snack all day and be like, you know what? I feel super full. I feel nourished. I feel great. 100% there's people like that here like you know you bring like hummus and breadsticks and you know yeah. olives that kind of stuff as well but for me I just like no it's a cop out there's not a complete meal here. 
<laughs> I am not satisfied <laughs> by this picnic. So I'd actually go for chic on fleek summer outfits because one, I don't go on picnics very often. Right. But I do tend to be outside more when it's summer. Um, you know, going out for that ice cream fix, even though I do that in winter anyway, but you know. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, every season is ice cream season for you. Come on. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, same here, but it's not the point. For the picnic bit, is it I'm providing the picnic or I'm just hosting it? I'm just bringing the food or am I just going to a picnic and just being good at it? You're providing the basket. So okay. you're like, hey, friends, come for a picnic. And we're like, oh, my God, it's one of Melissa's picnics. It's going to be amazing. So you're going to have your homemade pies. You're going to have your sandwiches. You're just going to have the whole shebang. Um, and it's all provided by you. And everyone's just like so happy that you're doing this. Maybe you spend like a thousand pounds on each picnic. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> bold of you to assume I would spend that much on any meal. <laughs> Although, you know, one thing that I do appreciate about picnics, uh, but have also never experienced, mm. uh, they have some really cute and also really high-tech picnic baskets out there. And I'm what? like, ooh. What do you mean high-tech? Like, <laughs> oven? <laughs> Is it a toaster? Disbelief- <laughs> no, it's just more like they have like, sections for for things to stay cool and freezer sections so if you want to bring ice cream you can keep it in there and it'll be it'll actually stay frozen for like up to two hours and they have sections for like plates and cups and all those things like they all fit in there perfectly you know yeah like really like you just open and like everything is there right oh that's cool i think i oh, would yeah. maybe enjoy that if i went to a high-tech picnic but the most <laughs> picnics i go to are not high-tech so <laughs> no exactly it's just kind of like oh there's a picnic table let's put food on it voila picnic there exactly. we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's not comfortable sitting on picnic blankets either. That's just like an idyllic like image of a picnic. And it's not actually that fun. You people are liars. It's all a ruse. <laughs> it is. It's a lie made by the picnic industry. <laughs> <laughs> it's called sales technique. <laughs> I know. But funny you should mention going outdoors because I have a question for you. <laughs> you have a question for me? Great. I would never have suspected <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> I gotta keep you on your toes. <laughs> For the second question, mm-hmm. would you rather have sunglasses that change lens color depending on how hot it is outside, Ooh. or would you rather have sunscreen that turns your skin purple when and where you need to reapply? Ah, that's, that's kind of cool. Mm. But because I'm of a complexion that if I miss a bit of my body, it's not the biggest problem. <laughs> You know, um, I just go a very nice caramel color. Um, oh and it's my all god! Good. Like I love getting a tan. I love going yeah. out. But I mean, I would always put sun cream on, and especially like my cheeks or my face or my face, everybody. Um, yes, on your face. <laughs> that's the only place that I'll get kind of like I'll get rosy cheeks if I've not put mm. sun cream on. So I always make sure to apply everywhere anyway because you know it keeps your skin protected from those UV rays um, and keeps you looking young. So I would recommend it to anybody anyway. But because it's not a big deal if I miss a bit, I'll go with my very cool high-tech sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I was thinking more just because the sunscreen, you're right, it is so important. And someone actually, my optometrist has described wearing sunglasses as like wearing sunscreen, but for your eyes. Yeah. So protect your eyes that way too. Huh? 
Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. But it's funny because we actually have, it's more of a kid's sunscreen, really. But it's purple and it actually stays purple until you rub it in. So that's oh. kind of like the reverse of that. So you can see where you haven't applied it to. Then you rub it in, then it's gone. Then you're good. Okay. Well, that's, that's useful because, you know, you just never know. And, you know, when you're helping someone else, like, hey, can you put sun cream on my back? And you're like, yeah, sure. And then they're like, I feel like I'm burning. And you're like, oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> I God, missed this spot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Sunburn is also the one of the worst feelings in the world. I hate it. Oh my god. I think that's part of the reason why I'm just so adamant about like skincare like that mm. because I hate, I really hate sunburns. Yeah, it looks really painful. Like I've never had sunburn. I don't think I can. <laughs> no, everybody can. It's just not as visible I think for, because I have darker skin as well, but it's not as dark. No. But no, it sucks. It super sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't look great being bright red and then you're having your skin peel oh. off like a snake. <laughs> like, that's the thing, too, by the way, people. Your skin shouldn't be peeling if you're moisturizing right. Circular motions, everybody. Circles. <laughs> Aloe on everything. Just stay in the shade. Drink cold things. Mm-hmm. Just stay as cool as possible and you moisturize. And then it doesn't come off in giant flakes like some sort of horrible snake. Stop it. Yeah. So would you go for the purple sun cream then? Honestly, I probably would. And also because I have tattoos and those cost a lot of money Uh and sunshine like bright sunlight is one of the quickest ways to destroy a tattoo so I'm keeping these babies lotioned up yeah it breaks the ink down doesn't it and they start to fade yeah or like the detail gets lost because like you know they do start the tattoos do get start losing detail as the years go on but with UV especially like it can get just ruined like you can have a beautiful flower but if you expose that to like sunlight without sunscreen or anything on it it'll just turn into an inky blob oh that's not great especially if you have paid a lot of money for it oh my god absolutely that's why summer is actually the worst time to get a tattoo because you're not supposed to expose it to air or anything and sunlight is everywhere yeah and it's hot and you want to wear things like dresses and shorts and i'm like no you keep that ink covered up until it's healed my friend <laughs> good advice from curry chips and poutine you heard it here folks <laughs> oh wear your sunscreen and your sunglasses yeah protect yourself good questions my last question so question number three would you rather have the most amazing hot tub but the sun never reaches where it is in your garden or have the most amazing pool but it's by a public footpath with no fence oh my god wait it's so a pool and i have this pool on my property but there's no fence so weirdos can just walk on in well they'll know that it's your garden but there's a public footpath so you could be in having a a dip and you know just the public will be going by (laughs) but the thing is though i don't use hot tubs like, that's not really a thing but for me. I'm sure if you had one, you would then use one. I mean, I don't think many people have a hot tub just lying around. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Well, I want to be friends with those people. <laughs> it's the rich people. It's always the rich people. I know. Because <laughs> the thing about hot tubs, right? I'm like, especially in Canada, where, again, we've discussed this, the summer season is not that long. Mm-hmm. You just go out there in, like, winter and things? Like, is that what you do with the hot tub you go out in like minus 20 degree weather but like yeah sure let's get naked and sit in this hot tub outdoors you can also wear clothes if you wanted to as well (laughs) okay fine fine semantics but still (laughs) so a hot tub for me would be more of like an evening kind of usage Uh, no for sure 
or if you don't mind being warm in the heat. But the thing is, with this hot tub, you would never get the sun on you. It would always be in the shade kind of thing. So you could still be warm and, you know, in water, but you just, you don't actually have the sun on you. Or you can have all the water you want in your amazing pool, but you've just got people walking by. <laughs> oh, God. I think, I don't know if I could handle that. Because if I'm swimming, it's because I want to have fun. It's because I want to cool off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't want it to be a spectator sport. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her go, everybody. <laughs> Whee! She's on her half of her third lap. It's great. Is that a shark behind her? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need commentary from the peanut gallery things. <laughs> um, oh, jeez. I mean, I think I would probably go with the hot tub. I would feel like that. I, even if there's no sun, though, you could still, it's still the fresh air you're still getting, right? So that's still nice. Yeah. And I think it would be like a nice addition to like the summertime evening as well. Yeah. So even if it's not necessarily like peak heat when you get to go out, you can still enjoy, you know, being outside in the fresh air, like you said, and just having fun. Like to me, hot tub just signifies like I've made it in life. I can now afford you know, <laughs> a room that has a hot tub or a, I can go to a hotel that has a hot tub and be like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah, basically, like all I want in my life is like just a nice bathtub because I never had one or nor have I ever bathed in one. But <laughs> oh man, I always wondered this, but you can put bath bombs in hot tubs, right? Is that a thing? Uh, I, Well, because it's got jets, right? So it'd be yeah. bubbling anyway. If you put a <laughs> bath bomb in that, wouldn't it just cause chaos? <laughs> Oh, man, I mean, I worked somewhere that sold bath bombs, so I should know this question, but it's been a while. <laughs> I think that we, they said that the ones that have stuff in them are generally not so great. But if you wanted to go with the ones that don't have like seaweed or flower petals or sparkles, those yeah. ones I think are okay. Yeah, you probably wouldn't want to put something like a bath bomb in your hot tub because I'm sure that would, what, mess up with the jet filters or some kind of piping issue. You know, you probably just would want normal water in there. Boring. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I need to, like, care for my hot tub, okay? This now signifies I'm a rich... (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think it would be me to do this. (laughs) What has become of me? I'm surprised that it came down to you and not me, honestly. I am ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be. It was fantastic. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, hot tubs just seem like one of those, you know, frivolous luxuries. You don't need one. Of course I do. I mean, can't deny the powers of a good hot bath, but a hot tub, I feel, is something that, if you have the money for it, have at you. Yeah. Although... The idea of using one in summer, I think, is just not pleasant to me. It's like going in there for like a slow poach. Like, I don't want to <laughs> cook myself in this hot tub when it's already hot outside. Uh, that, that's true. That's the point. I just remember going to Costco with my dad and yeah. they would just always have them lined out. Like these amazing hot oh, tubs. Yeah. And I'm just like, one day I will have one of you. I just I, I, <laughs> like, I don't know really what you do, but I just want one. because <laughs> You're here on display. <laughs> Those can also get very high tech right they have mm-hmm. ones with, like fun lights which i appreciate and like customizable jets and like ergonomic seating and i'm like drink holders and things i'm like this is a lot for someone to be soaking in look if you're going to be there and relaxing you got to have the whole experience i suppose but when you relax you relax hardcore yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh relaxing times and speaking of relaxing times i'm on to my final question question number four hit me 
So, would you rather spend your summer at a beach house and shoot fireworks on the beach at night, Ooh. or would you rather spend your summer in a cute little cottage with your friends and watch fireflies every night? Ooh. So, the beach house, am I alone at the beach house? Then? No, no, you're with friends too. I mean, you can be alone if you wanted, <laughs> but there's a ghost. Uh, no. So, beach house with fireworks or cute cottage with fireflies? Yes. Oh, they're both so cute. I mean, I'll admit I've never actually seen fireflies in real life. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, I have. So, like, oh. at night in Pakistan, they do come out over really? the field. Yeah. And so, you know, I've done the whole, like, catching one in my hand. Yeah. You see it light up and it's, like, super cute. And then you let it go and, like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's <laughs> adorable. Oh. Yeah. It is magical when you see them mm. out. But, yeah, <laughs> it has to be the beach house with the fireworks. I just love yeah. fireworks so much. And if I can be in somewhere that's, like, close to beach and ocean um, with my friends setting off fireworks, I think that's just ideal and especially with kind of like obviously the year that we've been oh. having that just sounds pretty magical yeah it's funny that you mentioned that the fireflies coming out in pakistan because in vietnam we don't get fireflies we get little lizards we get them too oh yeah. yeah but we also get fireflies okay i mean maybe there are fireflies in vietnam i don't know i was too busy swatting mosquitoes and looking at all the lizards coming out all over the walls maybe there were fireflies <laughs> in amongst the mosquitoes <laughs> that you just couldn't tell like ah, get away from no. it it was funny because I actually, I almost added the caveat to this question being like, you can go to either of these places with your friends for free, but they're haunted. But Oh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, we did something similar anyways. But no, absolutely beach house. Like that is like the dream right there to live on a beach side mm-hmm. and then just be by the water. It'd be all I've ever wanted in life. Yeah. It's like when you go on holiday and you go and visit these places or, you know, you book a place where you can stay in your beach hut or your cottage and then you just look around and you think actually someone does live here the rest of the time and you just think wow what am i doing like being in the middle of the city or whatever right. it just it really makes you think Ugh. like hmm <laughs> yeah it's like i am a city girl through and through but you know i would bend those rules to live by the beach cottage and forest absolutely not but the <laughs> beach yes yeah i think at night forest will always be quite terrifying i don't care how many fireflies they are they would probably lead me astray to something terrible. Um, so, <laughs> nighttime on the beach it is. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty great. Let's stay with that. We can save all the hauntedness for um, for October. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I can't say that yet. Um, it, people joke that August, like, oh, we're halfway to Halloween. <laughs> no, no, please stop. <laughs> well, fine, if you want to be a spoil sport about it. But okay. Restrain yourself. <laughs> I shan't. Do you have um, a bonus question for our lovely listeners, Melissa? I do. All right. It is time for the bonus, would you rather? So, our lovely listeners, would you rather go walking on sunshine or would you rather spend your summer days drifting away to uh, uh, those summer nights? Be sure to leave us a comment and let us know what you choose. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I had to. I'm going to swiftly move us on. <laughs> All right, fine. Continue your running gag of being a spoilsport this episode. Go. I will. <laughs> so it is time for our what would you do scenario. So, Melissa, I hope you're ready for a summertastic scenario coming your way. All right, do it. So, Melissa, you're out in the summer sun by the ocean, enjoying some fish and chips by the pier <laughs> with the music of arcade games. 
the laughter of people on rides, and the sizzle of fresh donuts fill your heart with joy. Just as you walk off the pier and onto the beach, you hear the wail of an upset child crying nearby. Something about losing a toy, but their guardians aren't doing anything about it. The longer the child cries, the more you notice the ocean waves get stronger and dark clouds start appearing. What would you do? Oh. <laughs> oh my god, I am glad you kind of put that threat of the ocean there because I was like, well... I know, I know. I was like, in any instance, Melissa would just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Look, <I've, laughs> parents get very uppity when you try to help their kids out, okay? But wow. um, How old is this child? Mm, I'll say about seven or eight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Don't>, uh. <laughs> uh, seven, eight-year-old child... Do they look entirely human? Yeah, you can just notice the people around them, they're starting to be like, oh, there's a child causing a scene and, you know, no one's really intervening and then suddenly the sunshine's going away and the ocean's getting a lot rougher. So, you know, potential demon child, but... (laughs) I mean... (laughs) It could just be a very, very wild coincidence. You just don't know. I mean, there's that. And I'm also just kind of... I'd like to have a word with their parents. Who are you? How dare you? Like, your child is crazy. And you're just straight up ignoring them? Honestly, who raised you? Well, the guardians say that they told the child not to take the toy near the ocean, but the kid did anyway and they've lost it. But when talking to the guardians, you realize it's one of the toys from the pier that you were just on. Okay, interesting. Do these parents also look like they're human? (laughs) (laughs) They do. Everything about this is human. Everyone is a human, okay? (laughs) I I don't know, man. I'm thinking there's mermaids at work somewhere. (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, I'd like to talk to the kid first and see what's up. Be like, hey, bud, how come your parents are ignoring you? What happened to your toy? Where did it go? So the kid would just tell you what the parents said. You know, they want you to play with it in the water, but then they lost it. And now they're really sad. So they're like on the beach, like proper, right? Like by the water? Yeah. Like, so the kid had gone to the water, lost the toy and come back to the parents. Okay. Can I see the toy? Like, is can I, is it visible in the water? It's not visible in the water, but as the kid is kind of describing it, it just sounds one of, like, the cheap toys you could buy from uh, one of the stands on the pier. Okay, well, I'm not about to spend money on this child, I don't know, but I think I'd offer to play with them, or maybe help distract them by, like, looking for it somehow. Okay, yeah. But really and truly, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not about to, I'm not about to mess with other people's kids. Even though suddenly it's very dark oh, above... Okay. Okay, the well. ocean is crashing now. <laughs> With the threat of supernatural riptides coming up, I think maybe I would be a little bit more invested in helping this child out. I'd offer to play with this kid, I think. Okay. So you'd offer to play with the kid, kind of turn it into like a scavenger hunt, trying yeah, to find the toy, right? I think so. And maybe ask the parents, be like, hey, bud, maybe you might want to get something else for your kid, distract them somehow else. What to expect will your expecting book tell you to do with kids, huh? <laughs> I love that they're just schooling these parents on how to Look, <laughs> uh, This kid is seven. They don't know anything. Everything is the worst thing ever to happen to them. You were seven. You understand, right? <laughs> no, everything was great when I was seven. <laughs> okay, you know what? <laughs> but no, like, I get it. It's like, you know, when you hear kids crying, you're just like, girl, me too. But in this case, yeah, I- I'd probably uh, talk to this kid, offer to play with them. Like, hey, bud, let's look for another toy or bet you can't make a sandcastle as cool as mine. 
something to distract them from the looming ocean. Okay, let's see if your distraction technique does in fact make a oh difference. Oh god, I'm terrified now. Let's go. <laughs> Call it in three, two, one. Tails? <laughs> oh, it's no. head. No! Okay, god, what? So... You try and distract the child by trying to find the toy, make the sandcastles, but nothing works. The child just intensifies the screaming to the point where it is now pitch black. There is now a thunderstorm coming in and basically everyone's beach day is cancelled. You gotta leave. (laughs) Well, I did what I could. I feel good about that and I'm still gonna yell at these parents on my way out. Yeah. (laughs) Did this child actually have weather powers? Was it a no it was just a coincidence i mean you know if it went well i may have you know swung it the other way but (laughs) all right fine well i will accept this but wow wow guys don't do that to your kids please if you have children yeah you know as we're all going outside and we're going to be sharing the space with everybody you know everyone wants to have a good time so just be mindful of your impact on the environment and everyone else yes absolutely and then also just kind of wanted to highlight that you know everyone does put a lot of pressure on summer you know when it's good weather we've got to yep. go and make the most of it but actually sometimes you can still have bad days and that's still okay you know it can still cloud over and have a storm and you just gotta wait it out like any other day and that's just fine yeah <laughs> and honestly like uh, there are sometimes when even the summer weather can't make a bad day better or arguably can make mm-hmm. it worse because oh my god the humidity is just something else entirely I mean it's okay like you're not off obligated to enjoy every single day of summer despite what some people may tell you so hey yeah you enjoy summer at your own pace as well exactly yeah great so on that note let's start the self-care sign-off even though melissa may have messed up on the what would you do section we hope that we've gotten you super excited for summer with the hotter days on route it means that it's time to break out the flip-flops shorts breezy dresses and cute swimsuits whatever helps to keep you looking and feeling cool however don't feel like you need to have the perfect summer body to wear these things because come closer i have a secret to tell you perfection doesn't exist and neither does the summer body you want a summer body i'll tell you how to get a summer body you'll we need two things. One, for it to be summer, and two, to have a body. It's that easy. Life's far too short and the season even shorter. So wear what you want, you beautiful fried potato. You don't have to love your body, you just need to accept it. And it's okay if you're still working on that. Do what you need to stay cool and comfortable for the summer. My dear Chips, if you'd like to support us even more than you have already just listening this far, there's a nice crisp compact link in our episode description waiting for you to click on it. There's merch, updates, and more. And as always, our email is currychipsandpoutine at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We love you and appreciate you very much. Stay delicious. See See you you next time. time. Bye. Bye.